You can check out all the episodes of The Table of Truth on our website, www.tableoftruth.com. Welcome everybody to the Table of Truth. This is your man Cam. With me as always is... What up guys? Dwayne, repping uh, the Windy City, a.k.a. the Chicago Bulls. What up? This is your boy. Yo, it's your boy. (laughs) No prisoners. Next all day, every day. Let's go. Mm -hmm. This is your other friend Cam from the West Coast, representing Lakers Puerto Vida. Andale. And we also have our guest today. We got three. We got Full House. Uh, first up, Tashering. Hey, this is Tashering, a fan of the 2017 NBA champs, Golden State Warriors. And also we got... <laughs> Man, I don't know how I follow that. Josh, <laughs> Josh repping for the New York Knicks. Oh, <laughs> you got too much fans in here, B. Certain and last, but certainly not least, this is Cliff, aka No Cliff, aka Cliff Bayless, and I'm representing, unfortunately, the Brooklyn Nets. Shout the Crawdads. Let's go, Stephen A. Dwayne. Let's go. Hey, hey, don't bring me into this, man. I didn't know we had a Nets fan in the house. Yo, we represent the Chattanooga Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you guys haven't noticed, this will be our special NBA uh, edition of the Table of Truth. We're talking nothing but basketball. We got everybody in here. Everyone's repping different teams, and we got a, a, a mix of topics. Nothing crazy, but we'll still be able to chime in and everything else. Uh, we'll try to keep the Knicks bashing to a minimum, but I cannot promise anything. And to start it off, since the Olympics is just wrapping up, uh, we were talking about earlier about if <clears throat> Melo and his gold medals, but not having a uh, not having a ring, and if, if that's two, if those two things are connected, and if or if you know if if Melo's even um, I don't want to say ring worthy, but in that realm. Um, <clears throat> sorry guys, I'm a little a little parched, but um, yeah, so the Olympics just ended. Uh, the USA has uh, just barely escaped Australia, barely escaped Serbia, and now, now a lot of people are trying to say like the, that they're, they're, the team's not really trying or they're not actually putting in the actual effort to win the game. And they're also looking kind of like bad in terms of uh, the other teams that came before them. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> uh, you, you almost made it sound like World War. I was like, barely escaped Serbia. <laughs> I'm like, yo, we over there fighting? <laughs> I, I think they're... They're better than their competition, but sometimes you play down to your competition. So I think they're they've just been kind of lax as of late. So they they just need to step it up. I kind of want them to lose the game, but I don't think that's going to happen. Well, I think my problem is that um, what they spend like maybe a couple weeks uh, practicing before they started like exhibitions and such. So with all the different personalities, it's like. You know, how do you build cohesion? Even though they can rely on their talent and athleticism to take them, you know, most likely to the gold. But 
you know, after even you know when they started, they didn't seem kind of lackadaisical and just kind of resting on their on their laurels. And the rest of the world, you know, I think as we stated before, a lot they've caught up to to the United States in a certain degree, not totally, but they're you know way better than the than the Dream Team days. I mean, no. also too, it's like it's damn near a billion dollars in the court or a half a billion. Good God. Yeah. So it's like it's kind of it's a little it's a little disturbing when you guys almost lose to Patty Mills. And yo, yo, man, they, they, it's what is it a billion dollars on the court? And they almost let like, teams like Kosovo keep it keep it close. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I think you know that was my biggest complaint. It was getting boring. I think the NBA be listening to my timeline, man. I swear to God, now it's all close, and it's like three point victory. It's like back to back three point victory. It was like the first one. It was what? What is it? We we won by like ten, and everybody was like, all right. You know, that was cool. We need to do like 125 next game. And when we pull it out by three, back-to-back yeah. three-point victories, yeah. man, well, they the dream I, team. The big, complaining about Australia or something, they play rough. Come on, B. Come <laughs> on. The biggest problem so far is they're not playing any B at all, man. KD's getting killed. Like, did you – the Serbia game, that dude who played in, like, the Serbian National League was destroying Boogie in the post, yeah. scoring, like, so, every basket, and, like – just getting back cut to death. They just they look awful on D right now. Who was the point guard that was breakdancing on him? Yeah, Telosovich or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some dude looking like Kyrie Irving out here. Like, he was. Well, you know what it is too. I think the style of plays is 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 totally different than what the NBA game is. And also, these guys are out there clotheslining the players, and they're not getting the whistle. So, I actually, I actually think that. These players out here are really trying to beat these guys, and these guys are taking it for granted. Or they're so used to playing in the Cotton Candy League, this is what happens. That's right. Cotton Isn't candy. it true that a lot of these teams around the world, they've been playing together for a while, so they have a little bit more, yeah. like, uh, they're used to each, uh, how, how they play and, and their systems of offense more so than the U.S. that, you know, they didn't have as but also too, so you're talking about how the league is kind of like kind of softer now, and we had a lot of different moves and all that kind of stuff. But overall, I, I think that's the thing I noticed too. It's like you're right, like the all the other you know countries, they're playing to win. Where you know America, we're just kind of there. We always have you know professionals, all that kind of stuff, and it's almost like they don't have to really. They, they're acting like they don't have to try, and then all of a sudden, like say for instance, Romelo, like all of a sudden he drops like 31 because he was like, oh shit, I think he might lose. I might have to start playing. But, yeah. but <clears throat> you guys don't think America's playing to win? Like, no. I think they are. Yeah, yeah they, they're are. playing to win, but I, I think sure. they're, they're playing to win the wrong way. Because okay. in the beginning, it was just all ISOs, you know. Yeah, definitely. And, and Coach K, you know, Coach K, I'm sure, at some point gave them a dressing down. And so it's almost to the point now where it's like, okay, so you don't want to run ISOs, so how do we play basketball again? Yeah. Like, I think that's the problem. I think they Man, blame so Coach reliant. K. They're yep. so reliant on the individual talents that they forget how to run an actual play and you know look look for your boy you look for your big man on the switch once you run a screen you know what I mean like just simple X's nose basketball if somebody overplays to you 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 toss it to your big man that's true one one plus one basketball <clears throat> that's what you get when your point guard is a ball hog man Kyrie thirty but, dribbles and a shot. I think those players are the team is filled with kind of ISO players. Kyrie, yeah. Melo, uh, yep. KD. Like there, there is a lot of ISO players, and those are your your starters. So I think Coach K has to find something where it's like, all right, how do I get these guys to share the ball with each other? 
locate. They're also going out every night, like hitting up the Rio nightlife. Oh, you can see all the yeah. yeah. They're like they're hungover every day. Like no. they're not. Draymond is smashing down some Brazilian chicks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> out there drinking Catalinas, hanging with Neymar. That's what happened, man. Draymond is throwing Barkley back in '92 right now. <laughs> sure. Harrison, Harrison Barnes is like, yo, I'm just happy to be here, bro. <laughs> Wait, hold on. He didn't even play last Wait. game. He didn't Why play two games. He didn't play two games. Shit. Why is he there? He like the the college player that's there. So to double back to the original question though about Melo, I think you know what was the quote? He was saying something along the lines of he can look he can look back on his career if he went if he doesn't win any NBA championships and say he had a great great career. Loser. Let me let me say this. No, no, Josh, get a little closer to the mic. You're kind of fading out. Sorry. The argument can be made that Carl Malone had a great career. He never sniffed a championship. Gary Payton had a great career. So how are we how are we defining a great career? Is it the greatest it could be? No. Obviously, if you didn't win a ring, you know you can say what you want about Patrick Ewing lighting up every every stat that a Nick has ever had and leading to this day, but he didn't come home with a chip. So, you know, how do you measure, how are we measuring greatness? Um, I mean, I think uh, Carmelo has had a great career. Um, I think people have been a little hard in terms of like, I think some people were taking out of context what he said, like, it doesn't matter if I don't win a championship. No, he didn't say that. He was just saying right. The hope is that I want a championship, but if I don't, I mean, I want an NCAA championship. Um, I've had a really great NBA career. I've won three Olympic gold medals potentially. And, yeah, that, I think that is a really great career. At the same time, I think he may be blunting himself or protecting this, himself in case he doesn't win a career at the same time. Excuse me, win a championship. I, it's right. like I get that, but you're an NBA player and you're measured by what you do in the NBA like it's great that you won a college uh, championship. It's great you're doing good in Olympics, but that's like me going to like a job and telling them how I did great everywhere else before I got here. It's like no, we brought you in because we want you to win. And I think it's kind of a cop out to me. Like it, of course it's a great accomplishment to to get three uh, gold medals, but dude, you're playing with some of the greatest basketball players in the world right now. It's not that hard for you. Like I could be on that team and win a gold uh, a gold medal. I could be Harrison Barnes right now. I don't have to play. I'll come over. Yo. So I think it's a little cop out. Check it out, dude. When we when we talk about the GOAT, Michael Jordan, do we ever break up his Olympic gold medal as one of his accomplishments? I mean, it's on there. I have we never say heard anything. anyone bring that yeah. up in the conversation. Yo, yo, he right, better right. than this because he got an Olympic gold in Barcelona. Man, yeah. nobody caring. You're supposed to win that. That's like trying to say you a daddy checking care of your child. You're supposed to go do that. That should be the best. Like, go do that, man. Like, nobody talking about that gold medal. I mean, it is a part of your legacy. It is a part of your, you know, like, at the end all, be all, Carmelo winning three gold medals. That's part of his career. And that is an accomplishment. But at the end of the day, you know what really matters is your rings, being a great player, you can be great, and there's a lot of great players. But then what separates you from the other greats is that extra. Did you win a ring or, like, scoring titles or whatnot? You need the – you're starting to split hairs when we debate how good of a career he had opposed to another said player, you know. 
like when we have Jordan debate or whoever is the greatest of our time, it's like, all right, they're both great. They both did their thing for their team. But then, like, what do we measure? What is the extracurricular uh, achievement that we measure a player by another player in his era that separates him? That's usually rings. That's usually uh, maybe a scoring title. Or if he's a point guard, it's assists. You know, so Melo needs to win a ring because we know how good he can be. But he needs to put that ring on to put the cherry on top. At least one. I agree with that, but there's a ton of players who never sniffed a ring that are considered that original pack of the 50 greatest players of all time. That's going to change. That's going to change. No, I think so. I mean, you got, and also, too, say, for instance, like, you know, what's the criteria for all that? And people are talking about, like, you know, paychecks, too. Now, like, more players are making more money, blah, 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 blah. Like, the one cat that's the, I already forgot his name. It's already, uh, yeah, that's the, He's the highest paid player in the league, but he had he never gone to an all-star. He never did no scoring. Like not saying that he's not a good player, but it's like, yo, you're making more than LeBron James technically. How does that even compute, you know? Well, we mean like in terms of his entire contract or because I, I believe now LeBron is the highest paid single season player of all time right now, right? Yeah, he's making 30 a year, LeBron is, plus 30 plus. 30 plus, Jesus. Conley just has yeah. the most money. It's like, it's like a 150. Yeah. yeah. Like, like in the league, yeah, a lot of the stars, the greats, are underpaid, but they get their endorsement deals outside of yeah. the NBA. Yeah. In the NBA contract, yes, they're underpaid. They bring a lot of money. They bring a lot of uh, people to watch games. There, they are the league. A certain uh, select individuals, but at the end of the day, yeah, I mean, they're underpaid in the sense of a contract, but overall, they're getting their money. Like Jordan gets his money. Melo gets his money. LeBron is getting his money, you know, so they have those deals outside of the NBA. But I understand what you're saying. Like Conley, what has he done? You know, he's a he's a he's a good to great point guard. He's a he's a nice player, but is he that upper echelon player? No, he isn't. And I mean, that's the that's the the state of the the NBA right now. Yeah. You know, people gonna get paid asinine contracts for mediocre behavior. Conley's a great player. Like, don't get it twisted. He can play ball, but does he deserve like that contract? I don't know. Yeah. You gotta pay them. Sometimes you gotta pay players to keep them. So I'm, 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 I'm gonna say this about the Knicks. If the last Olympics, the last. <laughs> nah, Ed, I'm not what you got. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Ed. Go ahead, Ed. Nah, I forget. I'm done. That's good. Time. <laughs> Still hurt from last week. Man. <laughs> well, let me ask Cam. Um, are they? Do you think with like the Mike Connolly contract that seems out of whack and kind of crazy? Do you yeah. think that they're trying to pay for potential. I mean, like, he's a good player. He's a great, he's a great player, but he doesn't seem like he's worth $150 million. Hey, no. I, th- I, think team- it's a, I think it's inflation within the NBA because yeah. two years ago he wouldn't get this contract. So mm. I, I think because the numbers are so new to us, we're like, yo, why is this dude getting $150 million? Yeah. So That's we could kind of – yeah, we could match it up with, with the inflation that's going on. I think he's getting paid, just like you said, Cliff, for potential and what he can do, and what he has already done for the team. Yeah, the salary cap went up $22 million this year. So there was a ton of teams with cap space. Like, 10 teams could have offered Connolly the, Connolly the max, and they would have. Yeah. So, like, the, the only way the uh, Grizzlies could have kept him was giving him the max. I mean, that's just yeah. the new economics of the NBA, you know? That's crazy. Yeah. You have to pay your players to keep them, especially exactly. when you're in a, a town with rocks and coyotes such as Memphis. So you got to, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, keep you gotta them. Pay. You gotta, 
You got to pay him. Um, but again, you know, I, I heard Memphis is a cool city, man. I've never been, but no, it, it's a cool city. But yeah. I mean, if 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 every you know, ideally, if everybody was given the equal, because I know the team that had his rights can offer him the most. But if everybody yeah. was on equal footing, maybe Conley would have bounced. Who knows? How many years did he get for that contract? Five. Oh, I five. think it's five. Yeah, five years. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So then, what about? Okay. So what about players like Steph Curry? Like you know, double MVP, got a ring, but in like actual like pay wise, he's not necessarily in that upper upper echelon. When is he MVP? After the finals, I don't know, man. Oh, I'm talking about, he, no, he was MVP last year. That's like, what I'm saying. I'm not talking about finals. <laughs> I'm talking about, come on, bro. <laughs> I pay more attention to Pope, all right? <laughs> nah, I think they would shoot a little dig at uh, Steph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But, uh, but anyways, for Steph, uh, like, so, and for players like that, that's like, you no, know, the money part isn't as, is, is he's in that, he's not really, is he even in, like, the top? Like fifteen in terms of highest. I think, I, I think me and Curry get paid the same amount because <laughs> <laughs> I think I make more than Curry right now. I mean, Curry played himself. I mean, people fail to realize, man, Curry didn't become Curry till like what year four? Yeah, year yeah. five. Because he had yeah. peanut butter and jelly ankles, and yeah. you know that, that day. I mean, you can't because it, it was just crazy timing. It was a perfect storm. He got hurt, and he was a liability, but they believed in him, but they wasn't going to pay him Mike Conley-type money. So yep. they took a chance and said, hey, you either take this, you can walk. And he was like, look, I, I got no other choice. I got to prove myself. And then that was that, that enabled him to sign the, rook, the other rookies later in the year. So it worked out. But, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous to have a two-time MVP Making as much as your ball boy, you know. So it's like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Is it that bad? Shout out to. No, it's not that bad, but it's just like if you were MVP of the league, you got me googling. Yeah, you you better you you gotta pay this man eventually. That's why I was like, when they got Durant, I was like, how they gonna make this work, man? They gotta pay like half the the fucking U.S. deficit to keep all four of the players on one team. So I don't know. They can sign Curry. Uh, he's got full bird rights, so they can pay him whatever he wants. He can go over the cap, so it'll be fine. But he's gonna get paid oh, yeah. like crazy next year, like five years, one seventy, because he has those two wow. MVPs. Dude. Well, they no, need to pay him his shoes. They need to pay him his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Take them Air Mint Romneys off the table. <laughs> <laughs> now we're gonna have to get rid of a couple people next year uh, when you know Curry's gonna want more, and you know what I mean. Are they gonna have to get rid of some people? Eventually, I mean, uh, the, maybe. the cap the cap is increasing, so maybe yeah, hopefully somebody time. might take a pay cut, but who knows? Iguodala has to take a pay cut if he wants to stay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was going to be like thirty-five or something by then, or something like thirty-three, I think. Yeah. So it would make sense, like, yeah. I mean, at that age, take a pay cut, dude. Win another championship. But now, I mean, we okay, we right. this. Go ahead, sorry. No, I was going to no, say. No, I was going to say, wait, we've wait. seen this before with, like, Michael Jordan. He wasn't the highest-paid player when he was with the Bulls to his last couple of years. So it's not like we haven't seen MVPs get underpaid, but someone mentioned exactly. it earlier, you do have endorsements where you do get that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now what I was going to say was um, now with that, like like the Bulls signing Wade, like the Knicks signing D-Rose, and, like, you know, teams starting to pick up, like, players that are in the later part of their careers. Now, is it worth it, or is it kind of like a foolhardy thing? That's the thing I'm kind of curious, because, 
Like for, for instance, like KD, like I'm saying, so like Durant went to the, the Warriors, and it's kind of like almost like a super team. Knicks was picking up a bunch of people, Kinda. but nothing. Yeah, but it, you know, kind of like, but Knicks were picking up a bunch of people, but it was like, you know, so like someone uh, remarked, they're like, yo, the Knicks team looks really dope if this was like 2011, but like now it's 2016, and like so all these players who are all dope players, but are having you know, a little banged up or whatever, and they kind of with the board. late late age players fashionable. Yeah, it's all amazing. I would love to hear Anthony's answer on this question. But, but that's like, the thing I'm curious because I'm curious about it too because it's like I'm, I'm not I'm not really seeing you know the the reasoning behind it. That's I think that's what my my question is. Uh, can I chime in real quick before I go? I mean, the reason is you got to part of your fan base. You got to put a product out there. Now, mm-hmm. if I was a Knicks fan and they keep putting garbage out there, and I'm going to, you know, riot and be like, this is not a product I'm willing to spend my, as a fan. I don't want to see Joe Jeminski out there. I want you to go get some players. Now, granted, it may not be the players you want, but at least you have a viable product out there, and you're trying. You know what I'm saying? I, I said they should have, one of their free agents should have been Dr. James Andrews, because the collective people on that team got knee problems. So, you know, they need to be careful. But I see what the Knicks are doing. This has probably been the best offseason they had in a while for no draft picks. I mean, you got D. Rose. Agreed. If he's healthy, he can he can do something. He's better than any point guard the Knicks ever had. You got uh, Chris Stapps Porzingis, promising young rookie. You got a, hopefully a motivated Melo coming back. You guys made quality moves. I'm not saying it's a championship team, but this team is interesting to watch. And if the Knicks didn't do that, you, you guys don't want – nobody want to watch the Knicks with that. When you had – what? Clee Anthony Early, uh, Jerry and Grant, and a, a, a Flalo. These dudes are both stop dudes, man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but also, think, but also too, Jerry you know. Sorry. I was just gonna say also too, you know, Knicks. The uh, New York market is still like the number, you know, top three market still. It doesn't matter what the team is. Same yeah. with the Lakers and same. So it's like that part I always forget about the marketing end of it. Like say like, you know, Cam, you're a Lakers fan, but the last few years they've been boo boo, but it doesn't matter because they're still going to be in that top three market period. So they're always going to be yeah. up in that. Wait, wait, hold on. I want to hear Ant's response about the Knicks. Oh, so my bad, Singleton. Please chime in on the Knicks. All right. Well, the response to what Ken was just saying, I have a little. Well, I'm going to say this first. The Knicks will be in the Eastern Conference Finals. That's one. <laughs> let, me tell you, let, me, let me let me tell you why. Well, one, I like our coach. I like the system that he runs, and I think that complements the players that we have, especially the role with Rose and Noah. I also think Porzingis will average at least twenty and ten this year, and at least two two blocks. Yeah, somebody think, turn his mic off, yeah. <laughs> I think it, the way we I think we never seen somebody from seven one. Uh, I wait. <laughs> you got a delay? Go ahead. No, nah, man. Nah, but I think nah. Um, Porzingis seven one. He has a jump shot like a Dirk, but he has better moves than Dirk, and he plays ten times better defense than Dirk. So I, I also, I, so I think he'll be second, second all this year as well. Um, I love our bench. I like Lance Thomas. I love Brandon Jennings. I think he could possibly win six man of the year. He has something to oh, prove. Shit, I Courtney Lee. Um, Courtney Lee also, as he plays defense. He doesn't act to the ball much, so that's perfect because we have a lot of guys that want to touch the basketball. So what Fim is, let me get my shot, my spots. I'll take it. I'm good. And we also, we also on the low, we have these two other guys overseas coming in. They, I'm, I'm not saying they're gonna make an impact, but off the bench, 
they're gonna give us some good quality minutes. So I'm look I'm looking forward to that. And then, then we have Carmelo Anthony. He's been asking for talent for years. Matter of fact, I forgot. No, I keep knowing last. He's been asking for a lot of talent for years, and he, he has it. He has a point guard. He has a center. He has a forward. He has a, a bench. Now it's all on him to make this gel. And I and and for me, Dwayne knows I've been no a Noah fan for years because of his toughness. He, he's not going to lay down, and that's and that's somebody that we need. He'll tell somebody to pass the ball or you know. Help help this man out. Help this guy out. So, I think if we can, barring injury, but everybody gets hurt. So we, if we can stay healthy, with Derrick Rose leading the point guard position, I I, see, I don't see no team in the East besides Cleveland that can that can legitimately say it's better yeah. it's better than the it's, it's hard to say because of uh, with like you were saying, and with the health issues, it's hard to to predict. I guess how good the Knicks will be because so many questions in the air. Whether you're, whether you're talking about okay. health issues or like, all right, let's just stop health. We ain't got. Let's just say nobody gets hurt. Nobody gets hurt this year. Then what? I mean, also the, little, the Carmelo's decreased production throughout the last few years too. Like, how is that going to play a factor? I mean, well, I was, let me well, answer that question. But, but no, no, hold on. But the, the, the decreased production is because he was trying to become an all-around player. First of all, he doesn't play any defense. He doesn't pass. He actually his assist rate went up. His defense has improved. So therefore. His numbers, pretty much Carmelo could get a triple-double damn near a night if he wanted to. What? Carmelo triple-double? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This is thing with Knicks fans. You guys go off the rails, but go ahead. All right, wait. Josh, go ahead. Come in, come in, Josh. Go ahead. Go ahead, Josh. I think we forget that also that whenever Melo plays international competition, he comes back to NBA some ridiculous kind of supercharge. If you look when he when they played the World Championships a few years ago, the last Olympics, he he always comes back on fire. So I I, I think right. Ant may be on. The, I I personally agree. I think Ant may be on to something. I think Josh. I think that's a fair. I'm sorry. Go on. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I I think Ant has a good a very viable point in talking about what I mean. Yes, his his productivity definitely dropped off a little bit. But I think coming back from the Olympics, you're going you're gonna to see the same mellow that you see every time he comes back from international competition. He always, always, always comes back on fire, at least think, that season. I think that's a good point that you make, Josh, in terms of him coming back stronger off of uh, international competition. It's just that I think in general because the league is tougher competitively than international competition, that might stem his, his increased production a little bit. And uh, I think that Really, Toronto and Boston may give uh, a tougher challenge to Cleveland than, than the Knicks next year or this year. Hold on, hold on. Tashira, give me some numbers. Your, your numbers, dude. Give me some numbers. <laughs> oh, no, no, let, let me just let me give me my quick Knicks rant. They did exactly <laughs> what, what they what they always do. It's completely short sighted. It's sign guys past their prime for mm-hmm. way too much money who are injury prone. Who who will get hurt? What's their ceiling this year? It's 47, 48, 49 wins, and that's so. the best year. And these guys are gonna get hurt. They're gonna break down. Next thing you know, they're gonna waste Porzingis' prime. Maybe trade Porzingis. They're gonna do something stupid. This is what they always do. Like let's and sign Seth Marbury. Hurt, let's... And if they don't get hurt, what's that? And if they don't get hurt, then what? I should put 40, 50 wins the most. Second round loss. No, and that's the best year. I, I think that's right. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the ceiling. That's the top. Uh, that, that's crazy talk. 
I don't, I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what do you think the ceiling is, Josh? Um, I mean, I, I can't speak on what their record would be, but I think they're going to finish minimum fourth seed. Minimum. Yes. Well, yes. That's not 50. Yeah, 40, 50 you're going to be over 500. 46 to 50. 46 to 51. I have the ceiling. So is that fourth okay. seed in the East? That's like, what, ninth in the West? That's, I mean, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care about comparing the West. I don't care about that. Yeah. As yeah. Long as you I wouldn't care about yeah, That's a good point. All right, so late, late, now we did the now we did the Knicks wrap up. Uh, Dwayne, you're the Bulls, dude. Oh, you guys God. picked up Wade. Go g- give me give me something. Give me give me. Tell me what the Bulls have done is even halfway okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm honestly confused with what they were doing. They they traded Rose away, and then they said. I guess they were trying to imply that they were going to kind of rebuild and have, like, the younger guys take the team to the next level or have them learn. But then they went out and got Rondo and they got Wade, which, see, this is me being a fan. I guess it kind of makes sense because they're like, they can learn from these older players and, and teach them the right way to be NBA professionals and players. Hopefully, Rondo, I feel like the guy gets a bad, like, kind of wrap around the league. But I think he's a solid player, of course. He kind of butts head with his coaches, but he wants to win. And it, I think if the fucking moon's aligned and the stars are out, if they could do something <laughs> together. I'm not saying we're winning a championship. I'll be happy making the playoffs. I just want them to kind of mentor and teach our younger players, like, how to be professional. So I don't know what our ceiling is this year. I know we're going to make the playoffs, but I think we're more of, like, a sleeper slash kind of surprise team in the East. I can't. Say I'm going to be as good as the Knicks, so that's all I say about my Chicago Bulls. Unfortunately, <laughs> that was realistic. Yeah. All, all, all I know is y'all got rid of one dude with knee problems. We got another dude with knee problems. That just didn't make sense to me. But, but I but, get but, it. But I get goes it. to Germany, man. He gets that Kobe treatment, so he'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, look, Dwayne Wade last year surprised me, and he played relatively good basketball. Being the health risk that he is, he did a lot better than than Rose, and even Rose kind of improved a little bit towards late the second in the season. Half. Yeah, towards yeah. the second yeah. half. Can yeah. D-Wade do that for an entire season though in Chicago? Do they need him? Do they need him to though? I mean, you know, he is on the East. They have a. I always said let the young guys play. Like when I look at thinking of Bulls, I think of Nikola Meritage, Bobby Portis. They got the dude Valentine. Is that his name? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Denzel Valentine. So, I like those three core players going into the future. I've always been a Rondo fan, um, even though he was a Celtic, but I always liked his game. He can't shoot to save his life. I don't think none of the people, the, the, the three stars can yeah, you shoot. You know what's crazy? If this was like 98, I'd be saying my Bulls could win a championship. But the NBA's yeah. landscape has changed so much. I'm like, with two seconds left in the game, we're down by three. You might as well just mm-hmm. walk, out, walk out the arena. Like, I feel like we don't have people who can space the court, but it's still yeah, intriguing to watch. I would still put the ball in Dwayne Wade's hand, though. Oh, of course. Oh, I was oh. talking about him shooting a three-pointer, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you, got like, the, you got the Splash Brothers in the West, and you got the Brick Brothers in the West. All right, so we'll shift to, to shooting and, and give, me your, give, me your, give me your Warriors wrap-up. You mean the Lannisters? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have four of the best 20 players in our starting lineup, and Zaza, and then we got... Two of the best bench players in the league, Livingston and Iguodala and Kerr. I mean, what's that? So I'm going to counter this, but keep you going. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we got probably two of the best 
four players in the NBA. You got Draymond, maybe the best defensive player in the NBA. Clay, maybe the best shooter. The, the, the spacing is gonna be incredible. They're they're gonna be they're gonna put up 150 on someone this year, just shooting bombing threes. There's gonna be a million of them. That's I mean, depressing. They're the best team in the NBA, and they're the favorites. They're the favorites. All right, can I can, can I can I counter that right now real fast? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you this: the man that shot signs this year, the quote unquote superstar. Let me tell you something, man. This man's heart is the size of his head. Just 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 remember that, man. And also, you have no big men whatsoever. So I don't know who you're guarding this year. You're gonna have KD play power forward. Good luck. His ribs will be out of here. <laughs> Yo, and, but so, and what big man dominates in the NBA nowadays? Who can you throw the ball to in the post and have them dominate? I'll tell no. you now. When you have teams like Memphis, when you have teams like um the Clippers, when you nah, have stop that. Come on, man. Oh, now you reaching. Can let me tell you why? These big men, you could call them slow, whatever. They're gonna have problems down in that paint. Don't sit here and tell me you're gonna have Durant guard that middle. And then who's that bench? Don't sit here and tell me these yeah, super, the edges now that's going to average 150. They still got to play defense. They get tired. Who's they bench? And then, <laughs> then let's say if let's say if my man Jello put in Curry's thighs go out again, then what? Now you're going to put the, the pressure back on KD, and we all know about where his heart is at. So I'm going to just leave it as that. I, I can't wait to see this. It's not like it's Cleveland when you had a Bosch. Away, you have no big man. You have KD who don't like the, the big, the big pressure. So I, I, I just want to see this when, when Clay, when Clay averages three points now because Durant needs that basketball in his hand. So where's so, out? So where's out? And Petrulia ain't gonna cut it for you, Ant. Nah, we know, we know, we know. Because got problems. You got a lot of young players. But you got to realize that the Golden State Warriors already proved they can win a championship with that death lineup without necessarily like having a big man to do all this like disruption down low. It's like their lineup is where they have so many shooters that you know you don't need that traditional guy down there. But you know why you're wrong? Because you lost a lot of team players that was willing to sacrifice that. Now you're telling a lot of superstars. Not role players, not a Barbosa, not a not everybody who left, you know, to change their roles. You're telling Clay you're not gonna shoot 13 times anymore. You're telling Durant you can't say give me ISO because they don't play yeah, an ISO. But the so, same time, like, Durant, Durant don't, don't, don't Durant. not gonna be an adjustment. It's gonna take some time. They're but Durant, Durant actually likes that. Not having he likes not having the pressure. I think that was part of him going to the yeah. Warriors. It's like he's a exactly. superstar, he's an all time player, but he does not like pressure at the end of the game. You, you tell me You tell me what superstar in any sport that that if you know you're the man that could turn that switch off and say, I'm gonna be a role player now. Not a role player, Dwight. but the defer. Yeah, Howard. Dwight Coward. Low blow, low blow, low blow. Hey, and to be fair, this is going to be my pro warrior stance, and you don't hear this often. They do have big men. They do. Look, check this out. They do have David West, who he's not the same David West. But he's hold on. Let him speak. Let him speak. You guys get chance. Let him talk. And they got Zaza and Verizal. That Zaza is probably their best big man coming off. I mean, he's gonna be starting. Verizal's very wily if healthy. David West. What? If he uh, no, listen, listen. They only need they only need <laughs> David West in spurts. 
Now they off the bench. They also do have young talent. They got Kevin Kevon Looney from UCLA. Mm-hmm. They got McAdoo who can play in spurts. We haven't seen what these guys can do once so they get some time. You know? What are you talking about? That we haven't seen them. So then, what's your argument that we haven't seen them? Just, you no, know, you said you, you said they didn't have any big men. They got big men. Now they bought. We see don't me see what are you saying is. You give me George Clooney playing center right now. You give me, you give me, you give me Boo Boo coming off the bench. All right. I you said, and you said they didn't have any big men. I just gave you big men. They had players. So hold up, hold up, hold up. Only reason why Ann's getting upset, he don't know who those players are. Go ahead. Go Josh. Go Josh. Go Josh. Go Josh. He's not saying that they don't have any big men. He's saying that their big men pretty much ain't going to do anything. And I actually Thank agree you, with that. Man. Thank you, man. Here's, here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Nobody's scared of them dudes. They're, they're not enforcers. If you put any one of those dudes up the middle against a LeBron James who's who's coming from from a half-court outlet. That's the Clippers. He's not. He is not. He is not. Those dudes, none, not one of those dudes. Is gonna strike fear into the heart of anybody Lake coming Griffin's up. Lakers gonna court. have a field day down it's there with that. It's not gonna happen. It's not. <laughs> and, and so on, on that note, I absolutely 100. percent This this part of the reason why they lost. There was no enforcer. There was nobody stopping the layup line. That, that, and, and I agree 100. percent But he, and man, the way Ed said it, it was like he got me playing center over there. I was like, they got big men. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they got. They don't have. Babajar, who's a Hollywood actor now. He's not even a basketball right. player. That's the difference between big men that can actually make a difference or big men that they have. They got players, but they don't have big men that's going to make a difference. They didn't need that. Like Josh Allen. Right. They won two years ago playing small ball. They just need big men to rebound, put the ball back in the basket. That's it. No. Draymond's going to play center, too, man. Well, I mean, in in the West Coast, yeah, you're right, Josh. But they're just just waiting to get to LeBron in the finals, which, you know, they can skate through the West and not have to worry about anybody on LeBron levels. I'm telling you right now. The Clippers yeah. benefiting from this. Who the hell is going in that pick and roll with 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 um that point guard in, in Griff or or or, the, or or Jordan? Who does Clippers they have to counter that now? They lost a lot of. Right. Desertion. Right, hold on, 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 hold on. Desertion. Go ahead. There's yeah. a lot. There's a, there's a lot of questions that Ant has. I'm gonna give you the floor to answer them. Who's stopping Blake? That's what I want to know right now. And we check this out. Draymond yeah. owns Blake. Blake. Was, <laughs> so. The Warriors have played the Clippers 11 times in the last two years. The Clippers have won one. Like, the Clippers have no chance. But you lost, they're, 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 you lost your rim protector now. is a good defender. He's like he's perfectly average. We don't. And plus, our best lineup was with Draymond at center. And you just Draymond's said perfectly gonna average. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Stop. We don't need Stop. a we don't need a star center. We need a, we need a someone from rebound and score. No, you need a star. Here, you need a star center to win a championship. But when you yeah, lost Bogut, that changed the series. Once Bogut left, it was I, a league mine. You could have made layups I, down there. I think you're underrating Pachulia, man. Good player. I think a lot of people. No, he's a dirty player. He's he, a dirty player. He almost made an All Star game. Dirty right? and he's and he's below average. You lost a lot of intelligent plays with IQs. That's all I'm saying, man. It's not going to just be a, a walk in the park now. You lost a but, team. But even though the Warriors I, don't I have see. a big man star in the middle to beat the, the, the Cavs in the championship, the Warriors still think, we're giving Kevin Durant, they can just shoot their way to a championship. But, Josh, how can you say here and say you could break up a dynasty that you're better the next year? You had a team not that a di- was- Oh, oh, stop, stop. They're not a dynasty. That team was that team went to the finals back to back years. How can you say we're better when you broke up a team? That's that not a dynasty, back back? though. So, all right, how let, how let can you say you got better? Let me ask you this question, Ed. If you had to trade Durant for Andrew Bogut, 
and Harrison Barnes, would you pull the trigger? No. After, if my team wants to back oh, Wait, no, no. I'm, I'm asking a serious question. As a GM, listen, as a GM, I offer you, I'm like, hey, I'm putting Durant on the market. Can you give me Harrison Barnes and Andrew Bogut? You're saying no? I'll give him my sister with that trade. Well, go ahead. Are you, are you making that trade? And I answer it. The reason why I would say I would not take the trade because, hey, if I don't take Durant, I'm still, I can still beat Durant. It's not like it's not like we're losing to this man. My team so wants to back to make that trade. Is what you're telling me? Well, hold on. Well, hold on. They had a three-one lead against Cleveland. Yeah, you're giving me a lot well, of factors. I just answer yes and no question, and then you can tell me this. <laughs> why are you making that trade? Dwayne, I'm I'm not making a trade. I'm I'm telling okay. you why I'm not making the right. trade. That's yeah, you, you, the team just went. The team just the, there was nothing wrong with that team. There was. I agree with you. There. The reason why they lost because Bogut got hurt. Eagle got to hurt his back. Injuries, injury, injuries finally hit that team, and Curry was hurt. And they so don't sit here and say if they didn't have Durant, they was going back to the finals this year without Durant. Let's let's stop fooling ourselves. They was the they was favored to go to the finals in the West, whether they had Durant or not. But now you just lost three big men. You lost a backup point guard. You lost a team that was dominant. What? Wait, what three big men? You lost Bogut. That was big. Yeah, who's the other two? Who's the other two? Zilly. Zilly. You lost him too. That and what did Zilly do? What did Zilly do in the finals? It's not real cards. Hey, you stay in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did he do in the finals to warrant him staying there? Since you he won had that. a terrible, he had a terrible finals. But overall, he was a good addition to that so team. So pretty much, you lost. You're telling me you lost Harrison Barnes. And you lost Harrison Barnes. Listen, who disappeared in the finals. When Bill Harden had a bad series. Huh? James Harden had a bad series in the finals. That, so what does that mean? He's still nice. Harrison Barnes is still James nice Harden too. Make all the the team. Team. James Harden didn't make all, 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 all right, all right, all right, all right. Calm it down. Calm all I'm down. saying is, if you have a chance to improve your team, granted, uh, of course Durant. Uh, it, to me, it's mind-boggling that he would go there. But if you have a chance to put Durant on your team, you don't even think twice. I don't yeah, even know yeah. what these guys are going to do on the court. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, all right. I can't before, with that. before we move on to the Lakers, first, just sharing. You want to say anything else for the for the Warriors? Nah. Uh, I'm good. I think I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you to... Just wait till regular season. It's pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah, we'll just talk Yo, about we'll, this season. Last we'll, point. I'm not watching. Last point. I'm not watching any basketball to the Wait, 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 I just need him to use the phrase perfectly average again. <laughs> I sound like a Pope quote. I sound like a Pope quote. That was amazing. Uh, speaking of perfectly average. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh, hey, I was trying to be nice. I was trying to keep it at the level. So moving on, staying with the West, we go, we'll go to the Lakers. Cam... There's a couple changes that happened over in L.A. Would you like to speak on such the changes? Well, I got too much to say about my boot-ass team. I know what we're doing. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, I had to talk about the Bulls, so make sure you talk about your Lakers. Yeah, no, I mean, let's look. Anybody that know me know I'm a realist with my team, and, and we got an idiot running the front office. Mm-hmm. Um, but finally, we've done some moves. We didn't trade off to make the quick fix to get a – a Boogie Cousins or DeMar DeRozan. I was like, look, we're going to suck. We're going to suck. Let's just sit here, collect draft picks, um, make the smart move. Don't trade D'Angelo Russell because he was a snitch. It don't make no sense. Just keep the youngest <laughs> together. We're going we gonna to take this this work, and, 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 and we go through this every 10 to 12 years. We suck. We're bootleg. We got bust-out dudes. And finally, 
in my opinion, I think we're moving in the right direction. We might not even make the playoffs. What we're selling right now is potential, and that's the reason why going into this year is uh, important to hopefully attract free agents that may want to come and lead our team in the, in the, in the right direction. We got a new coach. Uh, that's hopefully changing the culture. I think that was a smart move finally by the Lakers um, instead of trying to get the quick fix. Because once we didn't get CP3 and we got Dwight Howard and, and, and Nash that played like a total of three games for us in three years, I'm like, all right, it's over. It, that, it's the end. And people talking about we did Kobe wrong. We didn't do him wrong. I mean, we gave him his fair. We did him right by giving him that contract. But in the end, it, it screwed us because we couldn't do anything with us. And we was basically watching Kobe against the, the, the NBA. So, I mean, right now, I like our rookie, Brandon Ingram. Um, the comparisons, to he's I think he's a special player. I think D'Angelo Russell can sorry, really sorry, play sorry. ball. And <laughs> no, that's okay. I'm still here. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So, Cam, how many games do you think the Lakers will win this year? Probably like 30. Like 30 games. If we win 30, I'm hitting a backflip. Because that shows improvement. So, I mean, like, I'm not here. I'm not going to say. Hell, we, we go through it, man. I mean, we go through I'm not here to say we going to be delusional and we going to go to the playoffs. But I say I think we the future is bright for our young talent. I don't know who we got with uh um Randall. Or, and Clarkson is a good complimentary player, but he was playing good on a bad team. Hopefully uh, the coach – can open the, open them up and play a different style of ball and, and embrace the three ball because that's where we're heading. You know what I'm saying? And I, I mean, I like it. But I'm, uh, honestly, we might we I mean, we gonna get murdered by some teams. I, you know, if, if the Warriors come down, we are gonna take them to the strip club because they lost when they went to the strip club and Jack Nicholson <laughs> took them out that one night. But we we don't talk about that. You know, we're part of history giving them one of them L's. You know, Cam was out here in Cali when that happened too. We were like looking on our phone, we're like, the Warriors are losing. To the Lakers? <laughs> like, we gotta go back to the apartment to watch this. I mean, hey, like, yo, no, yo, we went no to more Prince parties in LA. We had to hang no. out with Prince for a pass. Like, Look, oh, I'm, not here, I'm not about to, I'm not about to be out here making, you know, y'all not about to make fun of me, man. I'm being real. <laughs> we suck. Dude, you have no right but to be real with that lineup. No, I know. I mean, I was just saying. We got what a YMCA what do, we, what do you think about Mozgov and uh, Luol Deng, Cam? Oh, good question. Okay. Those are good oh, signs. No. Okay, Check it out. I don't think – I think there's – I know why we signed them because wow. who else we was going to get? And the fact – no, listen. <laughs> who else was – who else was, we, we, we realistically going to get at Hoyford? Everybody was like, you should at least try. What the fuck, for? The reality is go get the dude that's going to actually come. Now, Byron's uh, – not Byron. Uh, oh, man, I can't even think of his name. Our uh, assistant coach that used to coach the head, uh, the Nuggets. Uh, oh, Brian Shaw? Shaw? Brian Shaw. Brian Shaw. Yeah. Brian Shaw, he coached Mozgov. And Denver, when he was with Denver, he was a credible player because Cleveland didn't just trade two number ones to get this dude to be nothing. He actually could play, but it just so happened when he get, when it gets the Warriors, it kind of muted him. He had a couple of good games. He could play. Now, should we have paid him that money? No, but considering inflation. what the, the yeah inflation, mm-hmm. I think the Dang signing was genius. I don't like the years they gave him, but I think he's being a vet leader is going to show these people how to be players in the league and be a vet. I like the the Dang signing, uh, signing, but overall, yeah, we had to pay out the yin yang to get them, but that's the that's the reality of the biz. Um, I, I just don't like the contracts they got for him. I think they should have made them last year's optional and you know. 
had a, 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 a loophole out of the contract, but you got to do what you, you got to, you know, sacrifice a little. If we ever get good, these dudes won't be here to see it, you know. So I got a question for you. How do you feel about Nick Young and D'Angelo Russell both being 2017 free agents? You going to be able to hold on to them cats? <laughs> who, wait, Nick Young and who else? Nick Young and D'Angelo Russell are both. Yeah, Nick Young. Nick Young is an opinion away from getting cut. D'Angelo Russell's the truth. <laughs> like that's that's how I feel. And right, anybody that was talking, yes, we will. Yes, we will. Hey, Cam. Hey, Cam. I'm gonna say yes. this, Cam. If D'Angelo is not what you say he is, that team will be winning ten games for the next ten years. <laughs> Have you watched him? Have you no, watched? No, I watched him. I no. I said if he doesn't pan out from what you think and we all think he's gonna be. Yeah, I, I, I look. I, the, I, he passed the eye test for me. He looked good in summer league. league this year. Yeah, summer league. I don't care about no summer <laughs> league matters, man. And it, lo and behold, summer league matters, man. Some players, some players you watch, you be like, all right, let's do yeah. Something. For your young talent, you do want to check them out in summer yeah. league, right? Like, hey, last year, the Nick roster was a summer league roster <laughs> the past four years, so you should. I give you an example. Oh, last year, check it out. Last year, C, C. J. McCollum was killing it. In the summer league, and I said this yeah. dude's gonna be a baller. And what he do? Come out first game, drop like thirty. I'm like, all right, he could play. I mean, summer league matters. Now sometimes you did, you do get them false positives from dudes that look good in summer league, and they come out and they, uh, you know, bust up dudes right out the box. But I think this year, this is when you have a young team and you don't know, you gotta have these players play in summer league. Carlton can play; he's a player in the league. D'Angelo is special. I think Brandon Ingram is special, and that dude Zubat, the center. I think he's better than Mozgov, you know, in my opinion. So that's just me. But, I mean, are we going to win 30 games? No. Hopefully. Not in the West. Not in the West. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, so, oh, go ahead, Josh. I was going to say, your starting five is D'Angelo Russell, Clarkson, Dang, Randall, and Mozgov. That's Friday Night Lights right there. <laughs> Hey, it showed we that's, we had a worse team last year and we beat some teams. So I mean, I'm gonna hey. say that's not that bad a lineup. It's not. For, I'm, a, I'm going for in, a young I'm, team I'm, that's not ex- yeah. expected to do anything. I don't think that's a bad lineup. Yeah. I, I, I think you could do better than thirty. I think you got better. Than I mean, 30. I, I, I'm, I'm saying thirty because I'm I'm being humble. But somebody got to fall off. I mean, do we have like eight solid teams that's really really dope? Yep. I mean, <laughs> like really dope. Like, come on. Well, you know what? You know what? Hold up. So wait. So to that point, like, you know, we just talked about everyone's personal teams, but like, who do you think that's the kind of like the the sleeper hit for next year, like that breakout team, the one that's like did decently last year, but then might actually like surprise people this year? I have Sacramento. I think I think Cousins is going to take it. No, what? No, go ahead. Let him speak. No, no, go ahead. I think Cousins could take his team into the playoffs. That's that's just my personal opinion. I, I just feel Indiana, that, that team was going to Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz. I agree with that. Co-sign with that. I co-sign with that one, too. Speak on that a little why, bit. Speak on that a little wait, bit. So why, why, why the Jazz? Why the Jazz? Uh, well, they got. I can start. I can start it off. I mean, they got a. They got a good young nucleus. They got Hayward. They got Rodney Hood. They got Alec Burke. They got Rudy Gobert. This team actually could give the Warriors fits. Derek and, Favors. Derek Favors. Favors. Yeah. I, so they, they, now. Yeah. I think if they would have made the playoffs last year, if they would have made the AC, they they would have did a better job than Houston. Especially, I'm I'm saying if Steph Curry got hurt like he did with Houston, I think Utah would have would have won two games. In my opinion. Absolutely. I, I think no, they absolutely. Last year. 
Yeah. That's what that's that was the thing about the Warriors that a lot of teams didn't have. If you played the Warriors like the Bucks, uh I say the Jazz, um, Cleveland and uh Jesus, Oklahoma okay, City see. when they had Durant. Yeah, okay, yeah. see, they had length and athleticism. Exactly. That was one of the keys in stopping the Warriors. Like the Bucks, all of them dudes was a bunch of tall Sean Livingstons, but better. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, like you saw, like Gobert is seven two and long as hell, but can guard Curry on the perimeter if he has to. Like no, yeah. no one has that advantage. You know, makes life horrible for hard for the Warriors and teams I mean, like that. You can guard Curry a little bit, but when Curry is healthy, right, right, moving good, out, nobody, basically nobody can guard him. Hey man, Kevin Love shut him down when he counted in game seven. So. Fresh off a concussion, so I don't know. I mean, I might be on a limb, but I feel like Minnesota could possibly have a breakout year with Wiggins and Carl Anthony and uh, and Levine, you know, even though you know, they weren't that good last year. But I feel like they're right on the cusp of something. Thibodeau so also. Who's the, who, wait, who's the eighth seed in the West right now? Who do you think? Could they beat them? That's that's the question. Well, last year was the Rockets, so I think they – I don't know if they got if they got better this year. Uh, so, I think you probably definitely making the playoffs. I'm mean, not saying when you have Harden, you never know. Harden could win games by himself. If he wants to. Yeah. And he can lose games by himself. Yeah, yeah, he can all by himself. He can lose them. Who did they sign? Ryan Anderson and what's his name? The other dude. Yeah, they got some another three point. Oh, uh, this dude, Eric Gordon. Is it was it Eric, Eric Gordon? Gordon? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, his body made a peanut peanut brittle too. No, I'm an Eric Gordon <laughs> fan, but only if he only if he's healthy. Like I he's think, never healthy, right? yeah, exactly. Like when he was on the Clippers, I saw flashes, but he got hurt and they shipped him away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I think my sleeper in the East, I would go with uh, either Detroit or Milwaukee. Between those two, I think Detroit's only gonna get better. Yep. Yeah. Milwaukee he drafted me his last, he drafted me his last year. I would have said Portland, but I don't know now. I, I'm going to say the Knicks and Boston will be my sleepers for the East. Boston I think the Toronto Boston and Boston. The playoffs. Boston ain't a sleeper, though, ain't yeah, Boston exactly. is yeah. And they got Al Horford. They got even better. Yeah, yeah they got better. Damn, I don't really have no confidence in nobody else. The Wizards and nah. that. The, the Knicks, that's it. Shit. I don't have They're no not sleepers. You already said they're going to win. I mean, I said to y'all, no, so... I no, 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 no. I'm saying like everything that I've read and every and every pundit that I've ever that I've heard speak since we completed our trades, they're all pegging us for four. So they, people kind of see us coming a mile away. If healthy, and if it was a fifth, right. we all be drunk. So the asterisk. It's because with all right. See, this is the Nick talk. You have players who are injury prone. Like Noah's no, coming off Hold on, let me speak. Noah's coming off injury. Derek Rose, his he's injured prone his career. Carmelo Anthony's fresh off an injury as well. So those are three of your top five players. First so that's why that's the only ago. reason why people say if they're healthy. That's the only reason why we're saying it. It's not like we're talking about a team that, that no one gets hurt. You do have players that get hurt. So people don't come back from injuries and never get hurt again? What wait. Hold on. What? If people come back from injuries and never get hurt again? Like why? Why do? Why do we all think that they're going to get hurt again? Because they have a history, like the history of injuries. 
<laughs> so, all right, let's let, let me just switch the football for three seconds. Can I honestly say my team, the Cowboys, Romo is gonna play a full year without getting hurt, or do I have to be realistic and say there's a chance he could get hurt? So I have to put an asterisk and say if healthy. So well, why can't you? Why can't you do that with the Knicks? Derrick well, Rose is go ahead. Like, I would, like, an asterisk, like asterisk is after the fact. <laughs> oh, okay, it's after the fact. But so let's just put an if there, a uh, before then. Oh, well, sure, sure. <laughs> of course, there's a question mark. <laughs> but asterisk. Anthony's saying well, no. Can't. He's saying this team's gonna be healthy. Wait, so now, wait, so now before, now people talk about injuries and stuff. But one thing you guys all say in various forms, one or, or another is that the NBA is a lot softer now than it was, say, 10 years ago, no, 20 years ago. And so, paper. And so, so, but why is that? Is it that? Is it the refs? Is it the players? Is it, like, just the current state of the league? Like, what, what's, what's that? What, what's the reason that? Man, let Cliff Bayless start that one off. I want to hear what he has to say. <laughs> well, no, I was just saying yeah. that uh, Ron Artest kind of messed it up for everybody because after that huge brawl, um, it was just like this is getting going too far. We gotta regulate this better. I feel like it's been trickling down since the Jordan years, man. After they, you know, after the, the you know, you can't put your forearm on nobody, you can't put your hand on anybody's back, then you can barely put your forearm on anybody's back. If the, if the, it just is. There's so many rule changes and culture changes, plus the way that refs are calling games now. Like, you know, if a light breeze hits somebody and it hit, and it passes and it goes past you first. You're gonna be charged with a foul. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, not consistent. It's, it's like an overcorrection. It's a baby right. now. But at the same time, do you want to see a game seventy-five, sixty-six? Like no. But um, but but that's not that's not every team. I I honestly no. think it started with the Cleveland Cavaliers in the nineties with Mark uh what's his name Mike Fratello as a coach. They were purposely slow down games. They were so boring, but for some reason they were winning fifty games a year. And the right. league is like, yo, we gotta stop this. Like, how are they doing this? <laughs> like I said, if the, if, the, if the league if the league went back to the old rules, man, Curry would be in the infirmary right now. Cause you know they ain't about to let him shoot from no half court. <laughs> but, but on the other hand, like, like with this Wait, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, go ahead, Cliff. Go ahead, Cliff. I, I was just gonna say, on the other end, with this new high octane offensive, it's like last year's or this past year's All Star game. They almost scored 200 points. That's ridiculous. It is. It's not even like fun anymore. It's just you're not watching anything. They just it's ridiculous. But do we watch the All Star game looking for a serious game? No, I mean oh, back in the day they used to be entertaining. Now you're just watching like. But I just say that because it's indicative of where the league is going. Where it's like it's all about you know shooting threes and you know lax or. Well, you, you can play on that beige mage over there for that. He changed the game. He got people thinking that everybody can shoot. I mean, let's real. Let's 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 be honest. It ain't like we. No, I'm serious. Like it ain't like we. You know, look. Magic. He brought the no look pass. They brought one no look pass, and then Iverson had the crossover. Jordan brought the dunking. Curry brought. He got everybody thinking they're a shooter now. So people want to come out and shoot threes. Blame him. You know, blame him. I don't know. I think I think he, no, I mean, he come on. We, he, nobody he, was talking about shooting threes before that. Well, he was taking advantage of the league rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. No, the, the <laughs> league started to realize math. Three is more than two. The people started to realize that around the <laughs> 2005. Yeah, but, but no, not every team. Not every team got a, a 
a uh, 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 Curry on their team. Exactly, and that, that's the problem. Like, not every team right. has a Curry and 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 Clay Thompson, two of the best shooters of all time. And you have all these teams that are thinking like this, and these two players only come along once in a lifetime. Right, you got people like Boogie Cousins shooting threes, and then, oh, wow. Ibaka had big-ass down Why are you shooting threes? But you know what it is? Ibaka's career got hurt because they thought he could shoot threes. Go ahead, so, I think this stems all the way down to AAU basketball, little little kids. These kids are developing their games that only predicate to the three ball, a post-up, post-up move, a post-up game, you know, inside out. It's all about the three ball now. So when these kids get older, that's all they know. They don't know how to box out. They don't know how to, you know, take a 16 foot. It's all, it's all three. So it's, it starts from, starts from these kids, man. And yeah, I guess, I, think, I guess the way the league is, is if you can shoot the ball, you six, you six five, six six. You got, you got the golden key to the, to the league. So, you know, I think that's, I think that's. Hey, if you six five, six six, you a shooting guard. You were a shooting guard. I think. Like I, I think another problem with, with uh. I guess it's why it's not as physical as it was back in the days, and it, it goes back to AAU. A lot of these kids are growing up with each other, playing, and they're friends. So they don't, for some reason, there's no rivalries in the NBA anymore. And I think, to me, that's the number one thing I miss. Like I used to love when teams hated each other, and you had to pick a side. But now everyone's kissing each other for ten minutes before the game starts, and you're like, yo. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think, think game, but I, that's I, I the one thing I like about Noah. take it to another level. No. Noah still kind of oh, holds yeah. that like rivalry. Yeah. You know, like uh, not too many players still you know hold that. A couple players do have that animosity. Like Perkins still kind of got that. And my, he's not a player, but he Dwayne still Wade, carries the Damian Lillard. Hey, uh, and that's Katie going to Golden State. This is why we will never have rivalries. That we have. That's one. why. I re- that's why I respect Westbrook. That he stayed. I mean, it's a generational thing. Like a lot of players today, it's about the easiest path getting to championships, exactly. not about competitiveness. Blame LeBron. He paved the way. That's right. He did. I mean, and, and, and keep in mind. We don't talk about LeBron. He did his thing. I, I know, but keep right. in mind, these people are free agents. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. yeah exactly. exactly. They're able to go where they want. Like, yeah. as a fan of the sport, we're like, uh, why would you sign there? We want it to be more competition. Yeah. But if you could go to a better product and win, I mean, that's ultimately what yeah. they want to do. He could have went to another product and won. But but my thing is, if I'm KD, like, am I gonna go to freaking Sacramento? Because I, I feel like I need more competition. I need, I need a challenge. Like, no, I'm gonna go. No, no, play where I wanna play. But that's not, that's not what we're saying, Ken. He, 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 he had options. Like, it's me personally. If you whoop my ass, I'm not gonna join your team. Like, I'm gonna beat you. And I feel like, I, in my opinion, if my team or I felt there was another team that can counter y'all and beat y'all, that's what I want to do. If he had no options and he went to the Warriors, then I could see that. I think he had options. Right. All right, all right. So let's do this. Let's do a round table. All right. Where do you guys think KD should have went? I'm just going to go around the table. I'm going to go around the table to say a team and we'll keep it moving. Cam, where do you think he should have went? He could have stayed his original team. Where KD should have went? Yeah, where KD should have went. Instead of going to the Warriors. He could have went to the Spurs or he could have stayed with his original team and they would have been better than the Warriors, in my opinion. Okay, uh, Dwayne. Um, I think he should have stayed with his team and signed a, a year or maybe a two-year contract. And if it doesn't work, I would have had no problem with him going to the Warriors or another team. I think he should have gave it one uh, more goal. <clears throat> okay, Josh. I think he should have stayed his behind in OKC, <laughs> and and I mean, you know, do what uh, do what big players do. 
demand that you build my build a team around me, or I'm gonna leave. But not leave without giving them, you know, give give them some sort of a hardcore ultimatum. Don't just be out and break up one of the best tandems in all of NBA history. I, okay. I, I, I think you should have stayed. All right, Cliff. Uh, I agree. I think you should have stayed because they were the best team until they choked on three one against the Warriors. No, no. Correction. Until Durant choked in Game Six. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I want to give a little bit to him and Westbrook because Westbrook's decision-making ability late in games is just atrocious. But um, right. if not that, I don't know if this would have been possible if he would have left with Russ Westbrook to somewhere. I think that could have been cool if, it, if possible. Um, all right. Uh, Ant, Singleton? Um, I think he should have stayed with OKC. And you don't I think he should have now- the next? No. <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a Knicks fan, I will, of course I want him, but I, I will say this. I think the scrutiny now with him should be much higher than Melo, um, LeBron, because like Cam said and like everybody else says, you left the team that beat you. And then you also left a, a point guard that's the best point guard in the league. And, and you left to, to – uh, you copped out. So I think – but I think he should have stayed in OKC. That's it. All right. All right. And, now, and now to the team that he actually <laughs> went to, to sharing, he went to the Warriors. What do you think? <laughs> Something you know, you know my answer. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like living a, a dream role right now. I don't know. So I, I, love it. I, don't, I, I don't give a fuck about anyone else right now. No hate. Hey, and I hate y'all with a passion now, dude. Like y'all, like y'all, y'all getting everybody. Like I'm hearing rumors they gonna they gonna get Anthony Davis. I'm like, I'll do that. I'm putting I'm putting David Stern on line one, man. We can't be having this. Man. This is just ridiculous. Yo, this is now ridiculous. I know how it feels. Feels how now I know how it feels, feels to be a Lakers fan, man. Everyone man no, no, the Lakers. <laughs> the Lakers <laughs> the no, bullshit. We ain't never formed the Avengers. I mean, <laughs> no, wait. So, so Carmelo, Carmelo, and Greg and uh, Gary Payton weren't weren't the beginning yeah. of the Avengers. Yeah, it's like we got, it's like we got. They're prime. Nah, Dwayne, that was way huh? after. We had Donald. Shaq was Donald for like ten years. Word. <laughs> Shaq, oh, check that out, man. And you had a pop on the side, Kobe Bryant. No. Oh, check this out. We what had the- two players. The Shaq and Kobe era was two dudes, man. And Kobe came off the bench those first, like, that first year. Yeah. Right? Off the bench, like, oh, now. Hey, you blame, you blame the Orlando Magic for feeling like Shaq wasn't worth $100 million. $100 million. That's their fault. But then you, like, oh, then you then you had Batman, a.k.a. Mumble, That's two. Like, Yo, the Warriors got Thor, Iron Man, Hulk, and the Spartan Witch on one team. Come on, man. Like, Yo, but, I mean, I mean, it, it, oh, man. in the Warriors' defense, they did draft these players. Like, Durant yeah. is an implant, but they drafted those players. Like, you didn't draft Shaq. You weren't drafting uh, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. It just, just trips me out that you, like, you have a perfect team and you need something else to make it like more perfect. Like no, man. you're perfect. They grab Spider. They, they oh they they grab Spider-Man. They need a little extra support. That's all. Right. They, they got the they got the Scarlet Witch, aka Curry, that can bend space. <laughs> I mean, how much more do you need? Come on, man. They got Meat Thrander I mean, from Lord of the Rings on their team, I, I shooting agree. from Mars. I agree. <laughs> I and agree, you just went and got, and you just went and got like Iron Man with the Infinity Gauntlet. Come on, man. Dude, that, that's it's that's cheap. on Durant though. Durant is the one who went there. It wasn't like you know what I mean. Like that's on Durant. 
Yeah, but they were oh, courting them for a while. Him and like Draymond, Draymond Curry. Like I heard they were sending texts back and forth. Like they were courting them yeah, for see, a little bit. See, that's that. But that that, that goes back. About. That goes back to the rivalry of the NBA, where you don't, where you don't hate other teams. Like era, if a team just beats right. you, era. yeah, you're down three one, and they come back and, and and knock you out the playoffs. But wait a Next minute. Next year, you're what? like, yo, I want to beat them. Like you know. But you know what though, guys? We we sound like the old dudes on some yo. Oh, we do, we do. Tomorrow, (laughs) it changed. It's different. It's it's way, way, way different now. I don't care. I hate them. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care, man. I I, I was tolerating them when they had three of great players. Now they come on, man. This is just ridiculous. Like this is unreal. Like how do you get Kevin Durant on your team, man? This don't even look right. When I look at him in the jersey. I was like, how is this even possible? I don't even you, know. I mean, we're having a great basketball discussion, but on some level, it, it's almost pointless to have the discussion because we know what the hell the finals is going to be. Put, this, put it like this. The pressure is now off of LeBron to win a championship. It is all on the Warriors and Kevin Durant. Now, will they go out and win 82 games? No. I think they'll win like 60. You know, um, they're going to they're gonna save it because they're going to learn their lesson. they going to rest them. Rest yep. them. Um, they're not chasing history because right now they're synonymous with the Mariners and the Patriots and any other team that went all the way in the regular season only to have a Greek tragedy happen in the end. You know, so um, I think the Warriors. Yeah, the, no, come on, player. Panther, come on, player. <laughs> Don't start with me with that. <laughs> uh, be cool, right? Like, uh, all I'm saying is, like, the Warriors are going to play smarter basketball, but they're going to they're get everybody's best now because they're that team. Now, they went from the lovable losers, and to my opinion, one of the most either feared or hated teams. So, like, you got all these players that the expectation is you're not supposed to lose any game, and if you lose, it better be by a buzzer beater. You can't be getting out there getting smoked by Orlando Magic on an off day. You got to bring that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't want to hear y'all losing to the local Y team. But also it's interesting to me now because again, like seeing, you know, the Warriors rise in the first in the their first championship and, and people were kinda of rooting for them and stuff. And then now seeing this like like it just turned like right when that now everyone like like literally hates them. Like random people that didn't even care about the Warriors just like, Oh, I hate them now, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, Wait, how did this happen? Just it, it, like literally I, overnight. I know how it happened. I, I wanna blame Sports Center, I don't know or ESPN I should say. I don't know why they're showcasing uh, Steph Curry dribbling the ball before the game starts. Like these users, <laughs> they were on the court an hour before the game. Like as a fan of a sport, I'm like, why are you showing us? Dude, and then, and then you got front runners everywhere else. Like everyone, all of a sudden, is a Golden State fan. So you're like, all right, man, since when you been following Golden State? <laughs> you can ask Cam. You can ask Cam. I worked on a piece for work for the job. I was trying to cut something the date that when when uh when the Warriors hit went 72. Ask Cam how much footage I was able to find of other players that scored a shot, that did, that made a dope pass, glory shots of them just looking good, dribbling the ball. It was impossible. It was all Steph Curry. All the <laughs> Every last one. I was like, yo, I can't make this thing. And I, I was struggling. I was like, yo, Cam, I cannot cut this piece with highlights of all Steph Curry, son. Well, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. So until recently – no one cared about the Warriors. They weren't on right. prime time. They didn't put a product out there, and there are some diehard fans out there. You go to the games, they was like 23 and whatever, and they had a full house. Always. Uh, but always. 
So mm-hmm. it, it's well deserved for them to get this spotlight because you'll talk to any real Warrior fan. It was like we've seen Lakers on Christmas. We've seen these teams in the finals and we've seen the parades. It's like it's their turn. And granted, that comes with the territory when you become that team. You know, now y'all want to y'all want to be like y'all wanted to be loved. Y'all can't be loved now because y'all got to When it comes with winning and being these super teams, it's gonna come that uh, unfathomable hate from me, and I'm leading the charge. But at the same time, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I get, yeah, I, I get it. You know, when you you like if, when the Lakers was in their heyday, I I I was like, bring on the hate. I said go out and sign the best free agents. You're supposed to do that because as a, as a fan, that shows your team is wanting to do whatever it takes to win. You want to go buy a player? Do that. If it wins a ring, money well spent. But, you know, as a fan, that's not what that movement right now. I hate y'all to the fullest because I think y'all cheating. Like, that's just, just unreal. Like, it's unreal. That's like, that's like the Lakers is going or the, or the Celtics going to sign Jordan after they beat him in the playoffs. I'm like, how y'all pull that off? Like, come on, man. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, y'all already was good to great, and y'all just had a bad – Finals, and now y'all just went out and got the like. So, it was like we just went and got Simone Biles to play point guard right now. If the Warriors, hold on, if the Warriors win, so if the Warriors do win the finals, they got KD, blah blah blah. Does that cheapen the moment of them winning again, or does it really yeah, matter because they just won? I'm gonna put an asterisk on it. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I got a question with all the strength that the Warriors got. If, you know, if some miracle happens, I shouldn't say miracle, but you know, if they don't win, what what does that mean? Disappointment. Prepare pre- prepare for the memes. Oh, <laughs> oh damn! As big a bunch of herbs as we thought they were when. But, like, but to like, piggyback to piggyback on something that Cam said earlier, you got to also point out if you're gonna point out about uh, teams that going out teams going out and getting players that torched them previously. In my opinion, I think that started with Phil Jackson because nobody knew who Ron Harper was, and they went up against the Mavs early, early art like or, like they got beat every time for like two seasons solid. Ron Harper's coming off the bench. What happens next? That follow like that third season. All of a sudden, you see Phil do his little his little two pinky finger whistle, and you know <laughs> PJ sits down. Who comes off of the bench? Ron Harper and everybody. I swear to God, I was in a bar. Everybody was like, yo, who in the hell is this dude who just lit the mix up for like 10 points in like three seconds? And well, then sat back forget, down. People forget Ron Harper was a poor man's Jordan before his knee injury. He was, right Cleveland. Yeah. It was nice. Like, Ron yeah. Harper was that dude. But you have to be a basketball junkie to know that. Because but the Ron Phil, Harper they got was way past his prime. But and right. but my point being, Phil Jackson made an art out of getting mm-hmm. dude. Look at, um, look at Rodman. Rodman beat the living piss out of Jordan personally every <laughs> single time that dude went up for a layup. He was an enforcer, and so what did they do? They were like, okay, well, if the, if, if the Detroit Pistons are gonna be dumb enough to let him go, we're gonna. Nah, it, wasn't, it, it was it was the Spurs who had him at that time, I yes. think. Or, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, right. No, you can even go further than this, man. This is the Celtics, man. They used to do some shrewd moves back in the day. They always had a great player, and uh. They would always do some like some, some shady stuff, and they always ended up getting some great players. But this isn't back in the day. But it, yeah, that was a different around. NBA back in those days. A different NBA, different NBA. But it's not un, out of the realm. Everybody has a super team. Everybody's gonna go through it. It's just unreal just to see like literally you have three of the maybe top fifteen players on one team, and they're all really really good. You know, like wow, like 
and like, how do you make this work? I mean, some of y'all got to play defense. I don't understand. You know? <laughs> I, I, I also said the man, like, to the Warriors' success is the, the guy Jerry West. He, oh, one hundred percent. Oh, yeah. Jerry West has orchestrated. Like, he literally traded Pal Gasol for tw- back of Twizzler boots and Kwame. <laughs> no, no, no. He traded. He traded for. He traded Marcus Paul, who ended up being an All Star. So but no one knew that though. It, like, they did it, but in, in retrospect, when you look back at the trade, it wasn't it was that fair. out of a trade. Yeah, exactly. No, it was fair trade. It was fair trade, but at the beginning, at the time, it was like, man, yeah, you're right. He gave Willy Wonka pellets a bag of money <laughs> and, a, and a Caesar salad for, for Paul Gasol. I'm like, come on, man. I was happy, but the rest of the league was tight. It's just like when we was trying to get Chris Paul, they was up in arms, and they vetoed that. But that's neither here nor there, though. So you know, whatever. <laughs> just try not to let you in. Just try not to let you in. All right, so you know what? Let's 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 wrap it up with final words. Uh, first off, final words. Um, say whatever the hell you want to say, NBA related. Um, we'll go start, to start off with the new people. Start off with yep. the new people first. Sharing, you're gonna go first. Give me your final word for the NBA. Uh, I'm just looking for Cavs, looking forward to Cavs Warriors three next year and getting some revenge, <laughs> and making that happen, getting that championship out of the way. Go Warriors, man! The trilogy. <laughs> the trilogy. Yo, you think Nas did it on the night of? No, I, I think it's what that uh, the stepdad maybe the stepdad. <laughs> yeah, yo, we we need to have another podcast with that when it's over. Pretty <laughs> sure. Yeah, totally sure. Um. Cliff, final words? Well, I think in the next, like, you know, few years, NBA has got to decide whether they want to keep going this direction and whether it's going to be healthy long-term for the league or if they're going to try to step in and, and gear it towards or steer it towards better competition because I don't know if it's, if it's sustainable where, you know, you just have – it's almost inevitable what's going to happen in uh, June. Yeah. <clears throat> Josh, final words? Uh, to piggyback on what Cliff just said, I think that's going to be instituted with uh, age limits. I think you're going to have older dudes who stay in college longer to bolster the skill set of the average NBA player and the IQ of the average NBA player. Um, that said, um, I think the Knicks are going to do better than people think they are. I think fourth seed is the minimum. They're pegged as fourth seed, hard fourth seed. I think they're, they're, that that's the minimum that they'll do. That team is capable. Shout out to Ant. Uh, capable of better than than people have them pegged. If big if I I will agree. Big if that team stays healthy, even marginally healthy, somebody's gonna break down. Somebody's gonna break down. Somebody's gonna somebody's knees are gonna go wobbly because they're already wobbly. And you know, but I think the whole team is not gonna fall apart all at the same time. Knock the hell out of some wood on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my that's my final thought. Uh, Ant Singleton, final word. Final word is it's about time the East is is shaping up to be competitive again. It's a lot of good teams. Um so I'm looking forward to that. Also it's on the West. I'm I'm again I caution Golden State only because nobody's gonna be afraid to play against these guys because again they have to play defense and I honestly believe Paulin and Clippers and um, Spurs, I, I think they're gonna give these guys problems, man. Because these these, these starters five that they have, that super team, they have to get rest. And there's only one basketball, so somebody's not going to be what they used to be. So I just want to see how that plays out. 
Nah, and talk to him about some Knicks business, man. I'm, I, oh, yeah, and, 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 oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I was going to turn him over to the Knicks shit. Now, to be on my Knicks shit, I honestly think Porzingis, it will be the best forward in the next three years. This man is unguardable now. He's only going to get better. He's adding weight to his game. I've seen the video. I've seen the highlights. He's 7-1. Nobody in the league can guard him right now. Holla That's what I'm talking about. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> and I know there's a lot of silence because you know it's true. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Get mad, eh? You know, you know what's happening no more, man. Let's go. Mad, Anthony, I'm going to give you the Stephen A. <sighs> Alright, uh final words, Cam. Hey, you need to be drug tested, bro. (laughs) Seven Uh, one, man. Seven one. You hoping on a wish. You hoping on a wish. First and foremost, first and foremost, uh I hate the words if y'all didn't know. Uh (laughs) I hope they epically fail. With that said, though, hate, hate, hate. Yeah, I hate hard, man. With that said, it's more towards some of these delusional Warrior fans that feel like they've been doing this for a while and they've only been doing it for just a little bit. But anyway, I do like when teams are dominant and they are, like, just shitting on the industry and just coming out. I like great teams. I don't like parody in basketball. I like when there's dominant teams because it gives us something to talk about. I like being passionate about a certain team that's just way better than everybody else. I don't mind it. I actually like that about the NBA. I think the NBA has the greatest offseason in, in, in any sport because teams change and one one move can change the whole landscape and it makes it more exciting. No one trades like the NBA. Um, as far as my Lakers – all I all I'm hoping for is just to do better than last year, which is not gonna be hard, you know. So <laughs> I think we won 15 games last year or whatever. Um, I'm looking forward to next season. Um, I'm actually looking forward to next season more than my football team. Um, and my football team is actually decent. But uh, with that said, I hope the Lakers do better than last year and and show some of these potential free agents. That we're a better team and, and, and come on down to LA. You know, it ain't about the glamour glitch. We got a good coach. We let you play ball. So make this Puerto Vida and, and down with the Lannisters, aka Golden good State. Coach. <laughs> good coach. Who's your coach? You mean a coach on a good team? That's what you're talking about? He was on a good team. Good. We're going to see this shit was a good coach. Don't say good coach when you want to go. Hey, to we already oh, got solid bets who gonna win uh, who gonna who gonna win the game next year against each other's team. Me and Tim, uh, you're welcome to get on that. <laughs> just, say, just don't say good coach. Like, come on, good coach. Buddy. Who's your coach? The nun from the YMCA league? Who are you <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I mean, didn't he just get fired? Huh? He a good coach? How you gonna be a good coach if you fired? Sorry. Alright. Final words, Dwayne. <laughs> 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 go ahead, Dwayne. Go ahead, Dwayne. Well, my final word, I really didn't get to put my foot in Nick's ass, so I'm gonna do it right now. <laughs> I just wanna say about Melo. This man has wait, been wait, out you're, of the... You're breaking up a little. You're breaking up. Oh, sorry, sorry. All right. Can you hear me? 
My fault. I was leaning back and it's too comfortable. All right. <laughs> Melo's been out of the second round in his career, what, twice in the past, what, 13 years of yeah. being a, a pro in the league? To me, this is make or break year. I don't want to hear this is the best talent he's had in his life. He had a team where he had Marcus Canby, Allen Iverson, Kenya Martin, RJ Miller, yeah, J.R. Smith, even Steve Blake was on that team, Reggie Evans, Nene. Okay, those are all good players. Oh. And Mello, Mello's the person who has to take him over the, over the edge, over the cliff, over the mountaintop, and he has to do that again for the Knicks this year. And we're going to see if it happens. I, I doubt it because, quote-unquote, I'm a Nick hater, but we'll see. And the only reason why I get so upset with the Knicks, if I could reactivate my uh, Facebook page back in 2012 when you guys were finally winning games, <laughs> I, felt like, I felt like you guys won the championship every night. That was one of the reasons why I deactivated Facebook. I'm like, yo, are the Knicks champions in December? Why, why are Knicks fans doing extra shit that they always do? Why we can't be happy? Get out of the second round. Get out of the second round. Get out of the second round. That's all I'm asking. Are you we'll gonna try. do that this year? We'll try. Why well, can't? Okay. There we go. We we'll try. You got other people on this podcast saying they're going to the finals, like Anthony. But you're saying we'll try. Hey, 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 nobody said that we were going to the finals. No one Nobody said that. I said conference finals, Anthony said. That's what I said. He did say conference finals. He did say conference finals. Drug test. Drug test. Oh, the sister Margaret is a coach. Can't wait for football. for being on the, the show as always. It's always a fun time. I'm glad everyone got to get their licks in. Freaking Shaq being the Thanos on the on the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh yeah 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 you know thanks for everybody coming in. Like I said we'll we'll do another one probably right right before uh all star breaks to kind of check in to see how see how everybody's teams did and uh reignite the uh <laughs> the rivalries because like you're right even with um I think within the league, there's, the rivalries aren't there, but I think the fans have kind of t- kind of taken on that role now because it just was it's not in the, in the actual league anymore. But um, but yeah, it was fun. I'm glad everyone got to get their licks in. And um, this is the table truth. We, 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 oh, we, 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 we didn't have anything about the Brooklyn Nets, but we'll save that for the next podcast. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Clip is uh, not quiet. He brought up he brought up the Brooklyn Nets earlier. You Lynn Sanity Brooklyn edition. What? Oh, geez. stop it! <laughs> Listen, let's have the better. Hey, let's the reflection, the reflection of these new guys will not reflect the table of truth. They haven't been drug tested. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I'm glad everybody came through. Had fun and had some fun. But this is the table of truth, and we out. Peace. You can listen and download to all of our episodes of The Table of Truth on iTunes. Just search The Table of Truth Podcast.